the other thing we're on this trail, same trail, and we run into Randy from Not a Rubicon. And if you guys follow him on YouTube, he has all kinds of, you know, trail runs and all kinds of different stuff. So that was kind of different and super nice. Really, really great. We were on. Are one you talking end about the GMRS guy? Yes. Oh, jeez. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> so Larry knows. Hi, I'm Tony, and let me just get this out of the way right here. F you. Okay, now I've done it. Welcome to the Jeep Talk Show, where we put the fun in off-road fun. You know you will say the thing, same thing every time, right? But I still make that F you uh, joke every every show. Uh, this is the only show where you can hear Jeep owners talk about things like mud, rocks, and giant tires and not get, get weird looks. F you. So go strap in, <laughs> grab your favorite beverage, and get ready to laugh, learn, and have a damn good time. We guarantee that after listening to us, F you, you'll have a sudden urge to go buy a Jeep and hit the trails. Don't say we didn't warn you. I think I got it out of my system. I hope so. <laughs> or, or it's a theme. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meow. So anyway, uh, the, uh, the, the news stories tonight, the new Jeep Summer Color. Are you Ooh. are you guys just excited? <laughs> I can't wait. What's the new colors? I want to know. <laughs> I gotta hang in there. So in the Larry's fabrication, so you want to get some fabrication training? Yes. <laughs> in Wendy's off road adventures, people you meet on a trail ride. Uh, is this the same people that wouldn't move over, Wendy? Don't answer this that. Is... You didn't let us know when we get there. Uh, yeah, my lips are sealed. <laughs> and I don't think you said F you. I'm just saying. F you. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Must have for your Jeep OEM Gladiator Entry Guards. Probably best used for Gladiators and not Wranglers, but I'm not going to judge. Okay. (laughs) Are you ready? It's time for the Jeep Talk Show with hosts Tony, Josh, Wendy, and Chuck. All right. Well, how, well, how do you get Wendy? <laughs> Let me start. Hey, it's me. I'm, I'm just so excited. Let me get it out. I'm here. I'm, okay, I'm here. I'm so excited. It's finally summer here in Southern California, and that means more wheeling hours. Yes. Hi, I'm Larry, and do you want to go back to school? Ooh. Oh, Mom, to? I don't want to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and as I was so excited to talk about to start with, Patreon is just so cool. You know, one of the things I've been really impressed with uh, Patreon is is that, I don't know if you guys or the listeners know, we pay to publish these episodes online. Uh, We use a service called Libsyn. Uh, We've used them for many years now, and we pay a monthly fee so that we can have our episodes uh, available on the internet so that you can download them and listen to them. So uh, the really neat thing about Patreon is, and in a way we're paying, but we're not, we don't pay actually cash out. We pay a percentage of the money that would, uh, is brought in through Patreon subscriptions. But the cool thing about Patreon is, is that I can publish any audio thing I want up there, and I don't have to worry about running out of space. Or I, mean, nice. I, I kind of get the feeling if I, if I put a, you know, a, a gigawatt's worth of uh, storage there, they might say something to me. But I can add stuff in like the, the old Tony and Josh show. The, uh, the old call-in show is available there. Uh, I will uh, just, uh, uh, just, just chat about stuff, Jeep or otherwise related. Uh, so there's this exclusive content that you can't get anywhere else. And I don't have to worry about paying a, a, a more fee to have it on our typical uh, area for a publication. So it's, it's very freeing. I can just put anything I want to out there and I have to worry about it. So nice. <clears throat> this this is just good for you guys because that means uh, when I say you guys I don't mean the host I mean uh, you the listener <laughs> because you get access to a lot of stuff that you may like you may not like 
But the cool thing is, you ain't got to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what I love about it is you get discounts. I mean, that's oh, exclusive I love discounts. discounts for buying stuff. And we all know that we're upgrading our Jeeps or repairing or replacing things on our Jeeps. So who doesn't love a discount? This is probably the best reason of any of them, other than getting these great episodes early, is being able to have these discounts. Yeah. And I'll just say for me, the best thing about it is just uh, the community, right? So between the... Yes. Uh, between the show, the Zoom rooms, and all of that, and the events we go to, for me, it's more about the events and uh, you know the come out camaraderie. Yeah. Even, yeah, that's that's the word I'm looking for. That that you get as being part of the the group that you put together. And and I think this is really good that you mentioned this because it it reminds me one of the things that keeps the show going is not only people interacting, not only people listening. Uh, voicemails, emails, all that stuff is great. But whenever we have a uh, a revenue stream, uh, see, I'm getting all fancy here with financials and stuff. When we have well, I guess. a revenue stream for the show, then we can do more things for what you were just talking about, the Zoom room, the Discord server, uh, so on and so forth. I mean, this is kind of uh, background minutia, but we recently, because uh, of the advertisings and stuff that we've been doing on the show, we were able to increase our uh, our Zoom membership from one to two. So now the Jeep Talk Show team members, and Wendy, I don't know if you're familiar with this or not, because I, I mentioned it on the Discord, and I know you don't love read the Discord all the time, but, but we now have two Zoom uh, users that, that we can use, the one that we use for the show uh, on yeah. the Tuesdays and Thursdays, and another one that you guys can use anytime if you want to do That's something amazing. Jeep Talks are related or if you want to use it for anything. I uh, love uh, it. I'm fine, just as long as it's not illegal uh, or I get caught. Darn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it might even be an opportunity for whenever you're going to have a, an off-road event, a Jeep Talk Show off-road event, you could actually schedule a Zoom meeting and, and answer questions and talk about what kind of run you're going to be doing. Uh, and for you know, in you too, Larry, I mean, I don't know uh, if this is something you have mind for, uh, in mind for your area, but this is a, a tool that we can use to interact with our listeners on a more personal level. So, And then this is what uh, subscribing to the show uh, helps us do because we want it to be a win-win. We want to make sure that you are benefiting at the same time that we're benefiting. We want it both of us uh, to benefit, not just us. So we're trying to make it always, always trying to make it better for you. And that's the main reason for Chick Chat, by the way, is yeah. uh, we want to make it. We want to get more women involved in jeeping, and we absolutely would love for them to be involved with the Jeep Talk Show. So it's it's all for you guys and uh, all we're asking is if you can uh, if you can do it become a patreon subscriber uh, just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and scroll on down through that page and you'll see where you can become a patreon subscriber i don't think you have to scroll i think it's at the very top i think it's at the top yeah, yeah. all right so uh tony's dumbass story of the year oh, hopefully oh, oh dear <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You have to say it's the only one you're going to have. No, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> this one was oh. pretty dumb. L- let's hear the story first, and we'll make, <laughs> yeah, we'll make a decision afterwards. And then, there you go, Larry. Let's do that. Uh, so I was. Uh, I got up the, uh, uh, I guess it was Tuesday, because that's that's trash day. I got up uh, Tuesday to go out and uh, take the trash out for the uh, the garbage truck that comes by. And uh, I never know for sure if there's any uh, trash in the garbage cans because we, uh, you know, two, two, two times a week, it usually just gets taken out, put out there, and there's no garbage cans involved. And um, so uh, I, I take the, gar- the trash out, put it next to the road, and then I'm going over to check the, uh, the trash cans that are on the side of the house. It's not in the backyard. It's just there on the side of the house behind a bush. 
So, uh, and I know that, that very often there's a spider web or two. Because oh, uh, no. the, the the neighbor's house, you know how these uh, these subdivisions yes. are. Uh, yeah. They're just real close together. I mean, it's probably maybe ten foot, maybe eleven foot between the houses. Right. So uh, I'm walking with my hand, my arm uh, up, uh, not in front of my face, but over to the side, uh, but but definitely in front of me, so I can feel the spider web touch my arm before oh. it gets in my face. Well, I guess the smart-ass spider knew what I was doing, and when he designed the web, it was uh, it did not hit my arm; it hit my face. Oh man! And it was <laughs> See you coming. And it yeah, yep. <laughs> and it was a a lot of spider web. It wasn't just like oh, a, a little bit on my so eyelash. It wasn't like, like yeah, ah. yeah. I mean, and you know, I'm usually very, very calm, especially in situations like that. <laughs> and I started backing up. And I think what happened now, all this thing, and you'll understand better why I don't know exactly what happened here in a second. Okay. I, I immediately started backing up and then I start falling. Oh, no. And then I had, uh, I, my head oh. rung like I have, I mean, maybe when I was younger and fell off the bike or something. Oh, no, totally. But I don't remember hearing, having my head ring, feeling oh, that vibration like that. Oh, ever it's never good ever and i literally hit the neighbor's house with my head <gasps> did you see did ducks you, was, <laughs> <laughs> did you pass out all these little jeep ducks going quack yeah. <laughs> actually it was quack mf quack mf and it i hit so hard that i just enjoyed where i was laying this is oh, so. So you went down is, to the ground and hit your head. I'm on my back. I hit oh, the back of my head. Shoot, Tony. Oof. And were, so, um, were you passed out at all? Do you? Does I, anybody know I wasn't, you passed out? I rung it so bad I wasn't sure. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, I have a security camera though, so I could check it. <laughs> and everything, oh, everything God. that I remember was in the video. So I don't think I passed out at all. I didn't feel so, like I passed out. So you need to post this on YouTube because you'll get a million yeah, likes see. and then the, you'll make some money. The answer is <laughs> negatory, good buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. So the video? Yeah. So there, the, oh, no, I haven't, no. uh, I haven't pulled it down. Anyway, so I, uh, I, uh, when I went down, apparently, I don't know. I mean, I, I, when you go down like that, you know, you try to brace yourself as well as you, you can. You shouldn't, but you do, yeah. And I put my hand, I think oh, I put no. my hand back, and I think Ooh. that it was the, you know, the little concrete uh, drain thing, you know, where the water yeah. comes out the drain. I yeah. think it was on the neighbor, that thing, and my uh, hand just under my thumb caught it, and I thought I had a major laceration. I had a lot of blood. Oh, no. And I'm laying there on the ground going, you know, this this feels nice. I like laying here. <laughs> I don't I don't ever want to get up. This is great. Oh, no. So and I thought about it. My wife had gotten up because she was going to go around the house and, and collect garbage and, and take it outside. And I, I was thinking to myself, I have to get up before Susie gets out here because she's going to freak, freak the F out. Oh, yes, she would. <laughs> I would. she was... Um, Unless she was in collusion with the spider, that is. <laughs> oh, God, Larry, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, it wasn't macrame. It was actually spider web. Oh, so damn. so I, I, uh, I flip over and get up, and I'm able to get up. I'm doing fine. And then I stand up, and I kind of, you know, start. It's like when you don't Ooh. have the drone. Uh, yes. Don't have the drone synchronized, and it kind of starts serving to the, to the right. And I, I went to the right a little bit and, and caught myself. And I'm holding my hand I kind of out in front of me, away from me, and I've got quite a bit of blood. It's not, it's not gushing or anything. I got quite a bit of blood, and uh, 
I, I'm still stunned, uh, but uh, I get up and I, I'm walking towards the house and I get to the front door and I go in and uh, then my wife freaks out. <laughs> Yeah, because she's bleeding everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, and, and and finally, I go. Well, I'm just going to sit down. Uh, well, I'm just. Oh, it's man. not. It's not bleeding horribly, so I'm just going to sit down. Major, yeah, but major concussion. You didn't go to sleep or anything, did you? No, no. I checked my uh, pupils and stuff, and everything was fine. Uh, okay. And uh, so I sat down there in the kitchen, and uh, I just got a, a paper towel and was holding it over the the injury. You know, I don't know about you guys. When you start bleeding, you you dab it and wait and see how bad right. it is and then you know exactly. you let her can make judgments on on how far yeah. what you're going to go tape. i yeah. love that Larry. yeah absolutely so well if you know if you're trying to get the job done you gotta get the job done and then you That's can worry right. about first aid exactly. <laughs> so i'm i'm pretty stunned after this and i'm not really hurting the whole thing nothing on nothing hurt this the vibration of my head was freaky yeah. yeah, that's weird. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and uh, of course I'm hearing urgent care, blah 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 blah. And I said, "Well, just wait. I'm going to uh, assess it, what's going on, and we'll see." And, uh, and of course, in my head is like, "I'm not going to urgent care. Hell no! I'm not spending that kind of money. I'm not wasting that kind of time. Uh, I can I can waste my time here and then uh, do something if I need to." So anyway, uh, and I'm 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 sitting there and I'm thinking, uh, and all of a sudden I'm going, "Why does my my foot hurt?" Actually, the the front of my foot, uh, just above oh. the foot, mm. uh, and I look and I have a a pretty good bruise forming uh, on the front of my leg on my left leg. So I think what happened was I backed up my my little old, uh, not working out legs for many years uh, couldn't handle it, and my right leg, the back of my like my heel or the back of my uh, heel on the right. Hit mm-hmm. my left leg hard. I mean, major hard, major bruise. It hurts. That's the only thing that really hurts on me right now is the bruise on my shin just above my foot on my left leg. So I think I tripped myself when I was backing up. Well, and, you were like probably in flutter with your hands trying to get this, like you're probably breathing hard and trying to blow this cobwebs off the no no, no none of that happened no you no, didn't do that no i just backed up very quickly i went oh i'm oh. in a spider web and i backed up very quickly wow and and i immediately thought that i just panicked because of it and then, then after putting all this stuff together i think what happened was is that i backed up very quickly quick quicker than what i had uh, the ability to control my legs and but i literally my leg literally hit my other leg making me fall backwards and hitting my head on the house the neighbor's house. That's it's very scary <laughs> did, did they you by come yourself. Out? No, no, no. I haven't gone back over to see if there's any damage. That would be pretty cool if it was a direct damage from my head. So the the swelling got pretty big. I mean, maybe uh, an inch. Uh, that might be overstating because I couldn't see it. I had to feel it. Uh, but there was a nice dome of swelling on the back of my head, towards the top of my head, the back top. Uh, but within four hours, I guess it had almost gone away. And uh, uh, it's still a little tender back there. I'm just feeling it right now. And, uh, but uh, I don't feel any swelling. So after a couple of days, uh, it's gone. Uh, I've got some, uh, uh, what do you call those little butterfly bandages, the, the suture type bandages where you could pull the, the skin together uh, on the wound on my, on my, uh, uh, my, uh, under my th- thumb on my right hand. I think um, they're called butterfly. Are they butterfly? Like so butterfly we, had, we had a few of those. I've been using those. And the interesting thing is once we cleaned it up and I could actually see it, uh, what happened was it's not a laceration, at least not my definition of a laceration. It, basically, it, pull, it, it scraped an eighth, about an eighth inch wide 
section of my skin, of my hand, about, uh, it looks like it's about an inch and a half long. Yeah, maybe two inches. So, it, it, and I actually pulled that skin, it had fallen out. So, really what happened was it just peeled the skin off about an eighth of an inch wide and about uh, an inch and a half long. So, so the, the only thing we need, Larry, is some actual pictures. Like, I want to see <laughs> a screenshot. Exactly. You know what? I, I want to see the screenshot from hey, the video. You know, I might put this up on Patreon. See? And see then, what I'm doing here? <laughs> see? And then I want a picture of the bump on the head, and I want a picture of the laceration. I mean, seriously, we need to see this stuff. Well, you know, well, Larry's the bump on the head, they, Larry they has seen the laceration. <laughs> as long as the swelling it doesn't go on for more than four hours, you're okay. <laughs> That's right. See a doctor. <laughs> So that was fun. Uh, I mean, I, I like to think of myself as being pretty, uh, uh, pretty uh, bulletproof and uh, and able to handle myself. But boy, uh, and I, like I said, originally I figured I panicked. Then maybe I did panic if I'd not controlling my legs. But I think I was just trying to back up too fast. And but it just really surprises me that I got my because uh, I don't think I would have fallen, or if I had fallen, I don't think I would have gone this like at an angle like a door closing. Uh, I think I would have just fallen down on my butt or something, you know. But, uh, yeah, it was really interesting. Uh, I, I've not uh, done this. And, uh, and this is kind of an inside, uh, inside thing. My, uh, my father-in-law, who's in his 80s, uh, has, uh, he keeps fighting with uh, my, my wife and uh, his wife about uh, getting a walker or a cane at least because he keeps falling down. So when I heard uh, Susie talking to my mother-in-law on the phone, I told her, uh, tell your mom we're keeping score now. Let's see who falls down uh, the, the, the most. Mm, <laughs> oh, no. It's not a game you want to win. <laughs> I'd rather me fall than him. Seriously. <laughs> so everything's good. I, I mean, I, uh, I, I'm having, uh, having a little pains, little issues here and there, but uh, uh, as long as it doesn't affect uh, me being able to talk or uh, work a mouse and a keyboard... Uh, and this thing on my hand, it's it's painful. Like if I use my thumb, try to use too much, put too much pressure on my thumb to like open a jar or grab something that's too heavy, uh, it hurts. Uh, but uh, using a mouse and typing on the keyboard, no problem. So I'm good. Well, well I'm glad now, that you. It's like that's like doing laundry or something that doesn't go right. Now you don't got to do the trash now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that how that works? Hold on a well, second. Well, I've been using the head yeah, injury. Absolutely. I've been using the head injury thing whenever uh, Susie finds out I, I did something wrong or said something wrong. I said, well, look, oh, no. I am getting over a major head injury. God, and she goes, man, you're going to use that the rest of your life. Exactly. I, said, I was just going to say, tip, typical guy. Let me use this little thing that happened. Woo, spider web. Oh, yeah, I can't do anything now. Yeah, we, well, <laughs> we've decided that we're not going to be doing the one arm thing out there. We're going to get like a stick. <laughs> that we take out there and just do a twirling motion. Oh God! To get rid of any spider webs that are well, in the way. I I'm glad you're okay. Nothing serious happened, but you just need to be careful. I mean, it's it happens. It happens in wheeling, by the way. You need to do the same thing. Exactly. You, you could walk into a spider web, you know, not even realizing it, and do the same thing. So be careful out there. Oof. Sounds like this week's product needs to be not a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> Or a uh, magic stick to collect spider webs before you walk into it. Actually, I need to get one of those uh, special helmets they put on the special kids when they ride the special bicycles. <laughs> yeah, and then and then add the uh, elbow pads and knee pads, and you're elbow good to go. Elbow pads, uh, <laughs> gloves. Uh, yeah, if I had a nice uh, set of leather gloves, I wouldn't have this oh. problem in my hand. 
And oh, then I man. need some uh, some shin guards as well. I could, yeah, apparently. Uh, this would be a great YouTube video, that falling video, and then the follow-up of me out there like in a, uh, uh, not umpires, but like an umpire outfit, a catcher's yes. outfit. Yeah, you Walking should. out there. I'm telling you, it would be a wrap. huge hit. Yes. <laughs> you, you have to do it, Tony. That would actually be hilarious. Oh, wow. This is so much fun. Anyway, I wanted to share that with you guys because uh, it was uh, definitely a, a major event in my life. And wow. uh, you guys are always uh, 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 you're just listening, being here, and uh, the host as well uh, make makes you guys a major portion of my life. So I just want to mm-hmm. give you a little bit something that was outside the show uh, that uh, doesn't happen very often. And is let's uh, not have memorable. it happen, yeah, at all. You've done it now for your entire life. You don't need to do it again. All right, so it is summertime. If it's not hot where you are, you're a lucky bastard. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Yeah. So Jeep has some new summer colors. Well, specifically a new uh, color uh, for the 2024 Wrangler. I it's beautiful. I like it. What do you think, Larry? Yeah, yeah. I always love the new colors. I like I like that uh, the high tide. And uh, in the show notes here shows that that pumpkin orange. I actually wanted that, but they uh, I couldn't find one in the manual when I bought mine. Well, oh, I think yeah. the I think the oranges it's called punk punk n spelled p u n k with apostrophe n oranges for the gladiator and then they're doing this new um, teal color uh, radiant teal for the uh, gla- for the wrangler bikini bikini yeah yeah my other color I wanted was the mojito but they they didn't have that at, for the for the manuals either that was um, got some good colors yeah not part of this story but what did you guys think of the Tuscadero? The kind of purplish pink. You know what? I just saw one of those uh, today in Big Bear. It's actually kind of brilliant. It's, I thought it was very nice. It's not something it's, I would want, but no, the color it's, itself it's, is very pretty. It's nice yeah, colors. It, it's not pink, but it's not maroon, but it's kind of the two together, mashed together in this sort of brilliant. Uh, yeah, I think it's nice. And I, I have not seen any on the road, so this is probably the second one I've seen. So that's kind of neat, having a unique color like that. Where did, where did I see that? I think uh no i can't remember i seem like i saw one in person and i was going to say it was at uh, the mohab moab mohab easter the, easter jeep yeah safari? easter jeep safari in the 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 little jeep area the the concept vehicle area but i, I don't think so unless maybe it was parked there in the back yeah, or there something. was one there was there but, okay but, yeah. But, yeah. but it was a different color wasn't it uh, larry didn't they when egs brought out those colors for their concept well, vehicles i think they were talking about do we go back to that color, or do we do this one? And you guys had said it was a little more purpley right. than now, you saw the, the, in person. Yeah. In the concept vehicle area, there were, I think there was one, but that wasn't the, the Tuscadero. The, right. I no. think I saw a Tuscadero there, though, but it wasn't in the concept area because that was an right. old, older color. That's what I was trying to get across yeah. uh, that I didn't do a very good job doing. But, uh, yeah, I did see the – I know I saw the other one, Larry. Uh, the other one was pretty, too, but it wasn't the Tuscadero. Anyway, I just thought I, – I like this. I like that they come out with these colors, but I'm a little surprised – that um, the, and I'm sure it all has to do with the lines, uh, the different lines between the Wranglers and the, the Gladiators. I'm a little surprised the Wranglers always seem to have more colors available uh, than the Gladiators. Well, that's a lot more vehicle to put color on. I mean, think about this pumpkin orange. It's truly a pumpkin orange. 
you have to love that color because that's a big <laughs> vehicle. I mean, it's probably going to look really cool if they do like they did on the Mojave with the pretty blue. Mm-hmm. That have a nice little thin black top and a little bit of black accents, which it looks like that's what they're doing here. That would look pretty sexy on this car. On the on the Gladiator, but you know, I don't want to beat up on the Broncos, but I, I, you know, I see I've seen a lot of Broncos on uh, social media posts and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. and it looks like a, a panel van to me. It just mm-hmm. you know, with <laughs> minus the the big part in the back of the, the the high part in the back, it just looks like a flat panel van. It has no um, pizzazz. It has no uh, personality, is what I was looking for. And when I see a Jeep. The, the the Jeep is just a hundred percent personality to me, and these colors just accent that even more. Well, and like you said on the Wrangler, they're offering all kinds of colors. Like, what color is Anvil? Is that going to be like a gray? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> and wait, yeah. and then what's what's Earl? Is that like brown? Earl Gray. The, the, yeah, gray, Earl Hot. Yeah. Oh, Earl Gray. <laughs> so then, what's Anvil? Is that black? It's got to be black. Oh, gray. I don't know that it's gray. I'm just saying Earl Gray because that's. What but it sounds like it would Captain be. Captain Picard would know, say. I thought Anvil was a gray. Isn't that what uh, what John Lee's Jeep is? The Jeep member? Oh, it may be. Uh, yeah, I don't, think don't tell him. Anvil. Don't tell him he's got a black Jeep. He'll he'll correct him <laughs> very quickly. Yeah, and I could then be wrong on that one, but obviously Firecracker Red. We know what color that is, and Granite Crystal. That's always interesting. Granite is that. White, or is that going to be like a... What color is that going to be? Granite. Well, I don't know. It could be anything. Granite could is be, white. Granite is could gray. could be speckled. could yeah. be speckled. Granite can be a mixture of gray and white, a light yeah. gray and white. Um, and then there's silver zenith. And then what's high velocity? That's a great color. What do you all think that's that a, is? That, that's it, uh, off yellow, I, I believe. Oh, that's like a green, pukey, yeah. like... Green pea, soupy yellow, something mm-hmm. or other. It's it's the color on the blackbird right before the uh, titanium starts melting. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but you know that know. that pumpkin the pumpkin orange, Wendy. That's uh, you had interviewed on Chick Chat, Chelsea. Yes, that's her. Oh my gosh, she's all Th- about a, that. That's the yeah. color of her Wrangler. Well, it's oh, back. She's oh, okay. all into she's all into Halloween. Yeah, she's, she's all a big into Halloween that. Fan. Oh man, everything she has is that orange. It's a door. It's just great. I love it. Well, I think these are going to be great colors. Um, I'm curious if we didn't see any description of what Gladiator's giving us, other than the punk. In. Yeah, the, that's the only thing that uh, that came up in the article was, and it's mm-hmm. a, and that's for, available for the 2023 Gladiator. So it doesn't appear to be anything new uh, for the 2024 Gladiator. Uh, but they're looking at a manufacturer's uh, suggested retail price of seven hundred and ninety-five dollars uh, for these uh, additional colors. So pumpkin. Yeah, pumpkin. Yeah, I was afraid that it was punk, like punk rock. Uh, but that's how it's spelled. It's punk. Yeah, and then, and yeah. But I mean, so when, I, when I read it, so I'm. Uh, oh. uh, whoever put this uh, picture of the gladiator in there, I was wondering if it was an orange. Uh, I just when I, did. Yeah, yeah. When, I, when I got to thinking about it. So, uh, and again, uh, we're not leaving you guys out. These pictures are available at our website, JeepTalkShow.com. Just look for episode eight five zero or eight fifty. All right. So, uh, have you? Do you fear this happening to you? You've been ducked. That's mm. ducked with a D. I, <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that'd be a whole different topic, I think. Well, uh, <laughs> and if you and if you weren't sure, and you just like you found out about it later, then that would be very concerning. Like, very maybe different. you fell over backwards and hit your head on a house or something. Yes. Yeah. Then the spider web came. Yeah, the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> no, it happens all the time. The ducking, that is. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you, Larry. So I like no, this. I like this. Uh, this article is this. What the duck? Duck toys left on Jeeps baffle the nation. <laughs> really? I mean, are they truly reporting this as being baffled? I mean, come on. I don't think it's that severe. <laughs> so, no. and, and and I know that there's that, uh, there has to be a listener out there that is not aware of what the whole duck thing is as far as it related to Jeeps. Uh, does uh, it, it, uh, I know, uh, Larry? Give us the fifty-nine cent tour. What is what is ducks and jeeps? So isn't that uh didn't that didn't that come out through Allison when she had uh was it a nasty gram and she started putting ducks on jeeps as a nice gesture? Well, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. You're going the, in there on the deep reporting, Larry. Deep, but I was <laughs> I was just thinking about there's a toy duck that is being placed on a jeep. Yeah, it's it's a nice thing. It's, it's sort of just, like saying I admire your vehicle. Uh, here's a duck. It's exciting, and I think people that yeah. collect what, them. What you know. in the hell does a duck have to do with having a nice jeep? Who cares? If you, you know, I mean, you 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 wave at other jeepers. How about a nice you, fifty caliber round? Well, or, that'd be different, yeah. Or a, a Starbucks coffee uh, card, uh, or even next a Starbucks be, coffee. They seem to be putting rats on vehicles. Oh, gee, now there's a concept. I think we should do that. Wait, we did that on the show. Those are now collector items. Yeah, it just didn't catch on uh, like the uh, like the ducks did. But uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I figured there could be more than one. Uh, I mean, so, what what do rats have to do with uh, jeeps as well? Exactly just, right. Yeah, so, so I guess well, that, rat, that question can it, be asked. It was the rat bastards for the show. Hey, so what what is it? Is it the Never Duckers? Is there a group called that on the Facebook thing? Never Duckers, and they're just I mad know, at us. I just thought it was so funny that you know, people are putting the never in front of the, uh, the various words now. You know, ever since uh, President Trump. Uh, that I I had no idea there was never tr- duckers out there. I, I mean, I know that there's a, a, some uh, some individuals out there. I know Greg Henderson, unofficial use only, is not a a very um, he does not he's not pleasant about being his jeep being he's, ducked. He's not receptive. But you know what? He is Somebody not did, duck receptive. <laughs> well, but I'm saying, but you know what? If you aren't, so what? Don't make a big deal. We talked about this. Before. Right. I don't think Greg Pass does. On, he doesn't hunt anybody down or anything like no. that. No. Well, so what's well, going you know, on? Well, you know what person. One person who really likes ducks is uh, team member Andrew. <laughs> he does. Right? He, he, really he does. won. He won a JL off the off of rubber duck. Yeah. What is that? The uh, uh, oh, I forget. The, it's a regalia. Rubber really? duck regalia. Rubber duck re- oh, regalia. Oh, no kidding. He did. Oh, you didn't know about yeah. that? Yeah. No. So I didn't. we interviewed the rubber duck regalia folks, and uh, that that uh, and Andrew bought a a ten pack of uh, adopt a duck, and they basically use these little rubber ducks. Right. They, they have a, a like a stream, uh, a man made stream system there in the town. It's yeah. here in Texas. It's in September. I'm planning on going. Uh, Bill went last year. Uh, and, uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, and, and you get these, you, you, you adopt, uh, uh, you know, a duck or 10 ducks or however many you want to buy and whatever duck wins the race, they uh, win one of three prizes, you know, first prize, second prize, third prize. Sure. And that rat bastard, Andrew won a brand new, I think it was 2022, maybe 2023, uh, Jeep JLU. What? I yes. need to go. When 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 is this in September in Texas? He bought a ten pack. Yeah, I think it was ninety <gasps> ninety bucks uh, for, wow. for a ten pack uh, instead of uh, ten dollars a duck. And uh, yeah, I uh, I just I just knew I was going to win it, and I was going to. Now this this uh, is for last year, maybe not this year, but it, uh, the Jeep Talk Show bought a duck. And if the Jeep Talk Show had won the the Jeep, I was going to donate it back to them because they were using it for charity and building things right, for kids there in the yeah. in the town and stuff. 
uh, and I didn't need another Jeep. Now, it, it, the the problem with that was going to be is if I told my wife about it, then I probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to donate back. Donate it back. She would want it. Uh, but uh, yeah, he uh, that's a Jeep. Uh, and, and it was so funny. He bought a. Uh, he already had a uh, an LJ that uh, he's had out, and he drives and takes off road to Colorado, all kinds of things. And he had just purchased a, a used Ford Raptor. So, in very short order, uh, he actually got the, the Jeep uh, JLU before he got the Ford Raptor. So, okay, right. so, now he has the JL, the Ford Raptor, and the 2022, uh, he, correct me on that, uh, JLU. It's kind of a gray wow. color. Yeah. I, I think they should have gone with a bright yellow, you know, for the duck thing. Yep. So, they're going to be on. I need, uh, uh, need to reach out to them to get them on because we're getting kind of close to September. And uh, if you're in the, the Texas area or you just want to drive down like Larry does, from anywhere to anywhere, <laughs> come on down for that weekend where they're going to have the, the the duck regalia. And they've been doing this for a number of years. It was last year was the first year they included uh, a reach out to the uh, to the Jeepers. Uh, so they had kind of found out that there was this whole uh, duck, duck Jeep thing going on. And they went, oh, this is perfect. We have a duck race. Let's get the Jeepers involved in this. Great idea. Yep, yep. Oh, and uh, so, you know, I thought, well, somebody could – just go online and do a search and find out what's going on with these ducks and jeeps so uh, and, and if you guys aren't familiar it's kind of called ducking so uh, I, uh, I i looked up ducking and Uh-oh. one one uh, one definition was and you'll you'll understand this one lower the head or body quickly to avoid a blow or so as not to be seen spectators ducked for cover that makes, that sense. makes sense yeah yeah uh, another one was uh, duck someone uh, to push someone underwater and hold them there for a short short time. I like that short time. Uh, the kids were ducking each other in the pool. We mm. never ducked anybody in the pool. No, never. That was not allowed. We <laughs> dunked people in the dunked. pool. Yeah, dunked is different. Dunked yeah, ducked, well, but I had never heard that one before. Well, hopefully you didn't look it up on an urban dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. Ducking occurs when a prisoner becomes friendly with a prison staff member and then oh, persuades man. the employees to break prison rules and laws. Seriously, that's actually something you found? Yeah. They do that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And then you start wearing your pants really low. Disgusting. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the show goes downhill really fast. Fast. Oh, and speaking of that, uh, Larry gets to follow follow that. <laughs> he gets to follow that. Yeah. Poor Larry's I, like, what? I, I need my Nikki G intro. <laughs> <laughs> Just remind me, we'll get that on there next week. Yeah. All right, so you want to get some fabrication training. So the other day in the Zoom room was after we recorded the show, we had a big discussion about where you would go and get some form of fabrication or welding you know, some training. And, well, that led into a, about an hour-long discussion. So I put together a little list of some of the avenues or some of the ways you could go about getting the training. So there's, there's always YouTube content out there, and there's a lot of it. But sometimes it lacks the, the one-on-one that sometimes you need as a, you know, from a fabricator to work through some of the issues. Oh, and you got to ask questions because your understanding, you know, you may not have the understanding from them just saying it. You have to ask yeah. a question so you, yeah. your understanding is correct. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things I would suggest is if you're, if you're trying to get, you're trying to watch a YouTube video and get a little insider training, 
always go down and ask a question in the comment section because you wouldn't believe the amount of questions I get through through some of the content I put out and how that leads to you know other questions and other topics so if you're doing most of this through YouTube take advantage of that comment section and hopefully the creator will you know return the the return a question with some kind of answer so there's also community colleges and trade schools so a couple of the guys in the zoom room they've taken classes at a community college on welding and it sounds like they got a lot of good training out of it and most of them did it at night through uh, the community college but some of the zoom room members are veterans and thank you for your service. Yep. And they use some credits that they got during their service to to take care of the cost of the community college for the classes that they took. That's so that's cool. always a oh yeah, so that's a great thing. If you've uh, if you got any kind of credits from from your service, take full advantage of that. You you did the service, so. Can I ask it, a quick question on the colleges or trade schools? Is there Something, if you're brand new, that you need to look for as a title? Is it, you know, 101, the basics? Is there some kind of a, something we would be looking for so we knew we took the right class? Yeah, so typically it would just be, like you said, either a starter or a basic or words like one on one, 101. Got it. You know, and I would always suggest, too, and is to call the school and be upfront with them if you are a total newbie. Tell them that, you know, because sometimes they might want you to take a different class before you get to that one. Got it. You know, the other option is always find a fabricator that can just help you. And, you know, there are some people out there that you know that they do some kind of fabrication or welding. You know, maybe they'll let you come over and uh, they can show you around, teach you how to do a few things, kind of get you started. And, you know, that's always a good way to build a little camaraderie and, you know, get some projects going that way. Now, if you wanted to weld or fabricate full-time, and especially in the automotive sector, there are several options for that as well. You know, there's formal trade schools that uh, you can get either full process, so if you want to get in there and build a full car, bits and pieces... And there's schools like WyoTech, Lincoln Tech, UTI, and other schools like Underground Metalworks that you can go in and get some of the training. You might be able to spec out some of the parts of it that you want to do and or, you know, I want to learn how to build the whole race car. How do I do that? And they can, they can sometimes tailor that training for you. And then there's other ways, but if you just want to become a welder, I would always suggest things like AWS or the American Welding Society. And they typically know where you'd want to go to get the training you're looking for if, you, if you're trying to become a full-time welder. And sometimes they'll even have grants or ways to help supplement that training for you as well because that's one thing I hear all the time out there that... A lot of people are looking for welders and fabricators, so if that's something you're looking to get into full-time, there might be avenues to help supplement the, uh, the training cost. That's really cool. And then the other thing is, too, is 
look for the welding schools in your area and they should be willing to sit down and talk with you and what your vision is for the training. And if, if, if they're not willing to sit down and talk to you and work through that, well, maybe you don't have the right one. But most of them, for the most part, they all are. And there's always the option of just starting somewhere as a helper and slowly work your way up. You know, that's, you know, I started after I graduated tech school just that way. I got fortunate enough to work with some journeymen and slowly build my skill, you know, as, as I went through. But if, that, if that's your avenue, I would suggest try to forget the word I know. Because once the old timers hear that enough times, they typically won't, they won't do anything else with you because they figure, well, you already know. And then, depending on what you're wanting to do, whether you're wanting to bend some tubes or weld some aluminum for a new bumper, or you just want to get some uh, information on filler materials, you reach out to me on the JTS Discord room or my YouTube channel, Jeeping Mo. I'll be glad to answer any questions or help you where I can. And all those links will be in the show notes. Just go to uh, jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, uh, scroll on down through there, and look for the uh, the Discord server invite. It's free. Uh, there's nothing you have to install. You can install a, a Discord uh, app on your phone if you want to or desktop, but uh, it'll work just fine from the browser. So there's really not anything you have to do except just go to the invite, set up a username, and boom, you're there. So, Larry, I had a question for you about schooling. If somebody was looking to get into welding, let's say, as a full-time job, is that sort of a two-year process? Is it a four-year? I realize it all would depend on your own skill set, what knowledge and experience you had prior, but is there an average length of time that somebody would plan to invest in to be able to be able to do it full-time? Yeah, I would say typically, it's, I'll say to start, you're probably in that two-year range, right? Now, if you're, if you're going in as an apprentice somewhere where you get to work and go to school, I, I would say it's going to be two years. But, you know, that's an ever-growing thing because there's always in a welding inspector and you just keep building on that. So, mm -hmm. it really, the, the sky's the limit on what you want to do. And then all the supplement stuff, because anytime you're welding, no one actually welds all day long just weld. Right. You're going yeah. to have to get some level of fabrication under your belt because... I think what I hear is most time a welder spends 70% of the time fabricating and you other 30% of the time welding. You know, actually, that sounds kind of fun. I mean, I, I guess it, if, it if you're building something of somebody else's design, it's less fun, but still uh, quite an accomplishment. So, uh, the, one of the reasons why I want to learn how to weld is you, there is so many things that you can do. You, you, once you know how to stick metal together... There's a lot of things that you can do, and this is probably not a a great uh, example, uh, but I think it's interesting and just gives you an idea what what you can do if you can weld. Uh, who here remembers Kill Dozer? Dozer? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 
You, Wendy, have you yep. heard about that one? Yes, absolutely. So here's a man that got pissed off because of uh, the government not doing, and literally not doing what they, 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 treating him wrong. I don't agree with him doing this, but it's because he was a welder and because he had the, those skills, and who knows, maybe he taught himself while he was building the killdozer, but he took uh, thick metal, welded onto a, I think it was a rented uh, bulldozer, <laughs> <laughs> and basically built himself a tank and then went yeah. about uh, tearing the town down of all, all the individuals that were in the local government that had uh, done him wrong. And I don't think anybody was killed, uh, but with the exception of him. And yeah. so uh, this is the things that you can do, uh, extreme things you can do as a welder. And uh, yeah, so uh, knowing how to stick metal together is a really Really, it gives you a lot of power uh, to to do things that you want to get done. Yeah, but I would say, yeah, so once again, quite a few of the people in the Zoom room, they were sharing with me their, their, their training they got through the night school at the local community college. So, yeah, if you can do something like that, 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 that would be cool stuff. Especially if you did it through uh, the GA plan or the uh, GI plan, oh, or whatever it is. Absolutely, absolutely. What, what what I think is interesting about welding as a general topic is that there are so many different facets, and you don't necessarily have to weld to you know build something from scratch, but you can repair things on your Jeep, or if you want to learn to weld, you could design you know yard art or things like that. So to me, I think it's kind of fascinating that. You could go to school to learn a segment or a part, whatever you want to learn, and then you could go out and have fun and express your, you know, creativity. Or you could repair something on your Jeep. I just think it's amazing. Oh, do you guys so, remember those uh, those wind things that uh, Aunt uh, May Meg uh, made in Twister? Yeah. Do you remember yeah, those? That was, oh yeah. yeah those were neat. I thought those were a great idea. I wonder who made those things for the show, but for the movie. But uh, those were really cool. Yeah, and those were definitely. Ladies. I think they even show her welding. Uh, um, you know, the actress uh, pretend welding, but I think they actually showed her uh, building something like that whenever they yeah. uh, they showed up. So uh, there's the, the, the being able to. I mean, it's it's no different than cutting paper and glue and tape. Uh, you're just doing it with metal and a different type of glue. Yeah, if you want to see some amazing artwork, there's two ladies out there that specialize in welding artwork, metalwork. Uh, one is Barbie the Welder, and another lady's name is Ray Ripple. Look, look up what they do. They do some amazing work with steel. Well, if you're getting welding, and if you're getting Ripple, you're getting too much heat in the metal, right? <laughs> <laughs> She's never heard that one. <laughs> it's just amazing to me. I think it's great. Thank you for doing all this, Larry. It's very fascinating. Mm -hmm. yeah, thank you. Oh, quick question, Larry. Can you self-teach yourself? Oh, I think I think you can self-teach yourself. Sometimes you have to work through some issues because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And that's where I was saying with the YouTube channels, if, if you get stumped, because sometimes, once again, you don't know what you don't know, try to, in, your, in the comments, ask questions. Because, you know, when we all try to become YouTube certified, we get stumped every now and then. Mm -hmm. And, and if you get uh, rebuffed, if you get uh, talked down to, 
uh, you just asked the wrong person. And there's a lot of people out there right. doing welding. Just move on to the next person. Uh, don't Absolutely. don't engage fighting with them. They're, they're just hurting themselves. No, 100%. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And you guys talked about spending $50,000 on a Polaris. I can think of a lot of things that you could buy with that money instead. Uh, like you could buy a half of a Wagoneer <laughs> or a whole Grand Cherokee or a Gladiator or a Wrangler. Or you can get two compasses with that money. <laughs> <laughs> or you could buy the world supply of Jeep XJs with $50,000. Oh my gosh. Well, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you that I just had a neck brace installed. Yeah, I never looked back. (laughs) What can I say? They all can't be winners. All right, boys (laughs) and girls, I'll chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. Or used to, you could get uh, 100 XJs for (laughs) (laughs) $50,000. Or you could airlift one from somewhere. Uh, Oh, there you go. (laughs) Just just one. Here's the coordinates. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, I want to just share a quick little off-road adventure. It's kind of fun. I know last Thursday's episode, I talked about rude people we met on the trail. Well, this last weekend, we off-roaded, and it was so interesting that we're training with the student, we're off-road, and I see this Jeep stop, and it's got seven people behind him, seven Jeeps behind him, and this little CJ, and I'm thinking to myself, who is this? I've never, I don't recognize this Jeep, and out pops from the passenger side one of our club members. He was on a trail ride at Shelby. Um, he was on a trail ride with this group off the hill that was testing out a new trail to see if they're going to do a run. Well, Shelby, if you guys remember from the Deep Talk Show, one of my first episodes when he had the beast that caught fire, his whole vehicle caught fire, that's who Shelby was. So that was one adventure. The other thing we're on this trail, same trail, and we run into Randy from Not a Rubicon. And if you guys follow him on YouTube, he has all kinds of, you know, trail runs and all kinds of different stuff. So that was kind of different. And super nice, really, really great. We were on. Are one you talking end about the GMRS guy? Yes. Oh, jeez. I know it's crazy. <laughs> so Larry knows. He's, yeah, he's in the hands of GMRS. Anyway, super nice guy. One thing that happened that I've never had happen. So he heard us on the radio that we had started this little offshoot of a trail. We were on one end, he was on the other, and he's communicating with us, saying, "Hey, where are you guys going to come through? Because it is narrow in sections, and there's no place to pass." And it was just nice for him to say he was going to wait till we got there. I mean, that just doesn't happen in the jeeping world. So, yahoo for that. We get done with our run. We end up at the same airing down place that Randy's there with Not a Rubicon and his whole crew. They take off. And then this white Jeep pulls up. I don't recognize it. It's a newer Jeep stock. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, whatever. I'll, say, I'll wave to the driver. It was a woman. Next thing I know, getting out of the passenger is Mike Zen, who's out of the Zoom room. I'm like, what are the odds of you being up here? Well, he was with a friend who just got a Jeep and he was taking her out to show her around how to use the Jeep. Talk about really cool that you can run into people that you never know in the middle of absolutely nowhere. So I'm vindicated. There's nice people out there from the last time I talked to you guys about rude people. Nope. Super cool people. So off-road adventures, you guys never know who you're going to meet and how cool it is when you meet somebody you actually know. I mean, it was amazing. What a crazy day we had. So 
So the next time you see Randy from Not a Rubicon out there, yes, I know you're interested in getting a ham radio license. Ask him about uh, ham radio. (laughs) He can he give you some tips. No, we've we've already been. Yeah, (laughs) kind of funny. Well, we were having some radio issues, so he was helping Bill real quick at that moment. But it was interesting how on our GMRS he was monitoring us and on his ham and so we we have a dual band on oh, our yeah. GMRS so we could listen he's big stuff. into the radio stuff he doesn't oh, he, he just doesn't like ham radio operators well, <laughs> <What's> he, <in? laughs> yeah i mean he he knows a lot so it's kind of nice information but what a just a nice was nice to be out with other people on the trails yeah, nobody was rude cool. everybody and it was funny that we knew all these people like it was just the weirdest thing usually you don't know anybody you just wave and Somebody might stop and duck you, or they might, you know, move on. doesn't matter, but it was fun. Anyway, that was my off-road adventure. A random ducking is just rude. Um, <laughs> so, that's really cool. Oh, uh, we got a must-have stuff for your Jeep. Now, these things, I think, are really cool because I actually got some. I did oh. not spend the, uh, the extra money uh, at the dealership for getting these uh, door sill guards. And if you guys know what I'm talking about, it's this little area, the door sill at the bottom where your, your foot may uh, brush by or, or hit on the way in. So it's just nice to have a little something there. Maybe a little something that's a little more, um, um, I don't know, has a little more grip. So in case you're stepping there, you actually your foot doesn't slip off, your, your boot or whatever doesn't slip off. So, uh, these Mopar uh, Jeep Gladiator door sill guards, OEM. So, this is uh, an OEM product, $78.85. <clears throat> these all-terrain entry guards are designed to prevent wear and tear, cover existing damage. So, you know, if you've had a Gladiator for a while and you're seeing the paint is getting rubbed off there, you can put these over the top and cover it up. Uh, I will mention really quickly, there is uh, some, uh, I think it's 3M uh, tape that is designed to cover the paint. And I actually covered that paint before I put the sills down. So now I have coverage, not just on the door sill, but outside the sill and down the side. So if your your foot or whatever your boot catches it, you're not going to be wearing that paint. And uh, I actually have quite a bit, quite a few marks on that tape that I put on there, which I can hmm. peel off at any time and replace. And it's going to cool. go, go right back to looking pretty. I wish I had done it on the, the back door seals because I noticed there's some paint knocked off of uh, one of the uh, passenger side, uh, I mean, uh, driver's side door sills. Anyway, these are uh, longer and wider, uh, resulting in more coverage where it's needed for four-door Jeep models. Uh, these, uh, they're just great. I mean, they're exactly the same things that you get if you bought a, a Rubicon or one of the uh, Gladiator models that uh, came with them. So instead of paying, um, and I think I only paid $50 for mine because it was a couple of years ago, but uh, instead of uh, uh, paying interest on seventy-eight eighty-five for the duration of your automobile loan, <laughs> Just buy it from Amazon and mm-hmm. stick it on there. I mm-hmm. had, had no problem with the 3M tape that's on the back of these things. They're in place. They look great. And uh, I just upgraded my own Jeep. Since they're OEM, they shouldn't void your warranty. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Exactly. Hey, where did you get these door seals? This is a Sport S. They didn't come with these. <laughs> Sorry, your 100,000-mile warranty is voided, son. So uh, we're excited to announce that on our next interview episode tomorrow, uh, on Friday, Friday uh, is always our inter- uh, interview episode day, Will Beatty with McLeod Racing. They do Jeep clutches as well as, mm. I mean, if you got a funny car, they, they take care of you too. But, of course, mm-hmm. we're 
interested in the Jeep clutches, and you'll find out uh, about uh, Will Beatty, who worked, uh, I think it was 30 years, thirty over 30 years at Center Force, and now uh, is working at McLeod Racing uh, and uh, designing Jeep clutches. It's always a little sad when we end the trail, but there's another trail ride just down the road. Jeep Talk Show has four episodes a week now, Tuesday through Friday, and don't forget those occasional Mondays for Chick Chat. Subscribe and never miss an episode. Speaking of subscribing, consider keeping the Jeep Talk Show on the air by subscribing to the show via Patreon. The place to go for all the information, how to subscribe, and how to contact us is at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Hey, just a quick question. If I'm ducking in the public, can I get arrested? Yes. I was, but I was released for lack of evidence. (laughs) 18% funnier. Broadcasting (laughs) since 2010.